cat. And we're the, the ghouls next door. That is what we are. Today is our 55th episode. And this is our isolation series. Because we're teaching it's scary to be alone in places. Yeah. Today, we're talking about why it's scary to be alone in the wilderness. So like yeah. the forest and the woods and the trees. And the jungles and the cold landscapes tundras you go places where there aren't a lot of people and there are things that could kill you yeah so that's why we were talking about why it's scary to be trapped indoors because nowhere is safe nowhere but if you leave indoors to go outdoors it's still dangerous also no safe also no safe you're still in danger everything wants to kill you never go outside But don't stay inside. Which, honestly... There's no solution. We are not built for this world. What is the point of going on? I don't know. There's probably something. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Love. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Well, why don't we take a nice wanderlust journey into the woods and talk about why you shouldn't do that. Okay. Who do you think you are? Chris McCandless? Look what happened to him. That's Into the Wild. Oh, gosh. I was like, you're saying names I don't know. Happiness only real when shared. That's what he learned. Cool. No isolation in the wilderness. It's not cool, man. <laughs> also, I feel like if you're, like, out there, you're not going to know what's happening. So, like, if the zombie apocalypse happened, like, sure. It's cool. You're, like, least likely to get affected by that. But, like, what if you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to go back to society and then society's crazy. <laughs> I guess that's one of the (laughs) ideas that I did not take into account when thinking about the dangers of wildlife. Or, like, what if you need, like, medicine and you're all far away places? Yes. It's like Balto. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of things that are scary. I grew up in the woods because I'm from Florida, but not the fun parts. I'm from the middle of the woods. They were everywhere. And I respect the woods. I understand that there are things in there. That I probably don't want. Things that can hurt me. And also it's very easy to get lost. Because things start to like look the same as everything you've seen before. So like it's hard to orient yourself similarly to like how you were out in the middle of the ocean. And like you can't see what side you came from. The woods is the same. Yeah. You do a full turn and you're like, oh, where, which way was I going? Yeah, I read a book. It was a Stephen King like novel called The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. But a girl who is going, like, hiking with her dad. And she, like, steps off the trail to go pee. And she, like, goes further in because I think she's just like, I don't want anyone to see me on the trail because my bum. And she gets lost, like, immediately. And the whole book is her lost in the wilderness. And I read this, like, when I was pretty young. And I was so affected by it because I was just like, I never really thought about how scary it would be to just, like, you go far enough away... And you can't remember where the trail was. Yeah. And if you keep walking, you might be walking completely opposite direction and, like, end up further out. Like, you're supposed yeah. like, just a rule to anyone. If you are on a trail and you get lost because you got off the trail, you need to sit still and no longer, uh, like, move. Just sit there as best you can. Unless you're, like, being chased by something, obviously. But Like bears. Like, the biggest thing for her was that at one point she... Um, fell 
Like she, she was running or doing something and she fell into like a beehive. And oh, so geez. they stung her to the point where she was like delirious because of all of like the poison essentially. And, and it's kind of like left up to the imagination of whether or not that was real. She, the entire time is being pursued by a bear. Pursued by a bear. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but it's also like, you don't really know if she is because at that point she's crazy. Yeah. So everything becomes distorted and it's terrifying. But in the beginning when she was like trying to figure out, like, just keep going straight, right? Yeah. The way that she did it was she would stand by a tree and like hold it and then she would look straight at a tree and then walk to that tree, stop, then look at another tree. Like she had to take it step by step by step yeah. so that you can kind of envision yourself still going straight instead yeah. of being in like a circle. So like essentially... You put yourself on a tree, you walk to next tree, you keep your hand on where you hit, go to the other side, do the same thing? I don't... Because how would you know you're walking straight if you're just walking to because other Because you're giving it like a smaller <clears throat> thing, because if you're just like walking, you could easily like turn and curve, but yeah. to just like look ahead and pick a tree that's directly in front of you, you walk right to that tree that's like close to you, uh-huh. then stand there and then look at another one that's directly in front of you. So you're like taking it piece by piece instead yeah. of like wandering and then like finding new trees and just kind of walking on a path that doesn't exist. Yeah. But honestly, you should just stay still. And you shouldn't go somewhere without a map because you think you got, you know, big smarts and you understand the wilderness better than the wilderness and you don't need a, na- a map. I think I think he has a pretty good idea. Though, he Gabe. had a pretty good idea that he's a piece of crap is what we're going to talk about. One of the films we watched was Backcountry and I f- have feelings. But Gabe, he had a pretty good idea. He had a pretty good idea. How do you feel about the wilderness? Um, I'm not a fan. <laughs> See, I like being inside. Mm-hmm. I like the luxuries of uh, 21st century society. Yeah. In that, you know, I don't have to be outside that much. You know, I can walk around. I like trees a lot, like as a visual thing. <laughs> but when I was younger, I like really wanted to go camping. It was like a big thing for me. Like I got so mad at my mom because she wouldn't take me camping. Aww. And I was like four. Um, so then, like, what I did as a solution to that was I, like, basically manipulated and tricked my stepbrother at the time, um, mm-hmm. who was five and I was four, to go camping with me in the front yard of her house. Yeah. Which was not safe at 3 a.m. Uh, because we had to go camping late at night because our parents had to be asleep. But, like, my parents at the time were, like, 20, early 20s. So they were going to bed early. So we had to stay up really, really late. And it was like 2, 3 a.m. We go downstairs, break out of our house, bring all of our blankets and pillows. We didn't have keys. I was four. Like, I didn't know what life was. Yeah. So we built a blanket fort in my front yard because we were all mad because we couldn't go actual real camping. Mm-hmm. And then the cops came. But when I tell you that we were out there for like four hours before <laughs> the, the cops came, that like we had walked to Rite Aid that was like all the way down the street across a very busy road. It was real. Like we broke back into our house because the door locked behind us and somehow like got back inside. So great camping experience. Upon that, we got super grounded. But then because I was like, well, the reason this happened, mom, is because you didn't take me camping. If you took me real camping, 
I wouldn't have gone fake camping in the front yard. And then had the cops come and like, I think you were neglected. Did you go real camping? <laughs> yeah. Did you like I hated it? it so much. <laughs> so I ended up like going swimming in a lake and I got completely like head to toe covered in ticks. Oh my God. Which, fun fact, they have to burn those off of you. Yeah, because their heads get stuck in you. Yup. So imagine being like five. No. And uh, I won't. being covered in ticks, no. like head to toe, and having to have like all of those burned Do off of you. Do you have Lyme disease? No. Well, I don't know. Ticks are very dangerous. They're one of the most dangerous creatures out there. Yeah. The so it was really bad. I was definitely, it just kind of ruined outside for me for like ever after that. I was like, there's no trust. Wherever I go, there's bugs that will try to murder me. And I'm not trying to be lit on fire. Yeah. To remove them from my body. So. You always want what you can't have. And then the grass is not greener on the other side. And other metaphors. Yeah. Yeah. I I hated it. I hated it so much. When I was younger. Well, we used to camp in our backyard. Totally fine. But we had a permission. Yeah. And we'd use like a tent. But we went real camping. Like we would go to camping. We would go camping in Maine. Uh So like the real wilderness. And my family are hilarious as you know from listening to this podcast they're just a big bunch bunch of goofers uh who love traumatizing children goofballs yeah so my experience was one they they told us these horrific stories of this animal known as the snipe which is actually a tiny bird and when people go snipe hunting like the term like you're going snipe hunting is essentially like you're going on a fool's errand because they're so small and they're impossible to catch you will not find that snipe exactly but the story they told was that there's a snipe which is like essentially a gigantic bird this might be why i'm terrified of birds it's a gigantic bird that will like rip out your bowels and like devour you yeah and they said that that's what was in the woods. And so they would, the older kids would go out like dirt bike riding. But uh-huh. what they told the little kids that they were doing was going out snipe hunting. So they were going to protect the camp. So you had to stay here while they go do fun things. And then there's this instance where it was all of us in this giant tent, like all the young cousins together. Uh-huh. And one of the older cousins who loves to mess with us went was outside while our uncle was in the tent with us telling us a scary story about snipes uh-huh. and he came up like like creeped up on the tent and then started scratching it with all kinds of things and making these crazy bird sounds <laughs> and i was like seven and terrified and it was just like this the woods are awful <laughs> i hate them but i did learn things like you know to put your food up in a tree so bears don't get it um a raccoon sat on my head once when I was camping, <laughs> yeah, I was out camping in like a, a, a less Holy raccoon. Yeah, a less wildernessy place. It was like a local place, so it was like on like a compound thing that you would go and there was bathrooms. But you were camping I and there's love a... the raccoons, my best <laughs> yeah. friend. And there Trash was like, babies. <laughs> there was raccoons out, and I guess the the tent was a little small and we were all kind of squished in it. So I Baby was bandits. I was like sleeping up against the tent so that my head like made an impression on it mm-hmm. and there's raccoons trying to get to our food and at one point i just felt it sit on my head from outside like i thought i was a chair and that's my <laughs> those are my camping experiences evil snipe birds that are monstrous and eat you or raccoons sit on you and our our family still thinks it's funny so <laughs> don't go camping with us i won't yeah. We too.
So we're talking about the forest and yeah. why it's scary or the wilderness. The spooky spooks. What I'm here to tell you about is wildlife that you would think you should be afraid of, but statistically are not really a danger to you. Tell me about it. It's just a matter of like, don't be dumb. Like if you're not dumb, if you don't do stupid things in the woods, you're probably going to be okay in regards like to these animals. I feel like we're definitely going to do stupid things in the woods. We're not. We're not. Humans no, are yeah, stupid. If, but there's actually not that many stupid people. So I, mean, I feel like it's majority stupid people. But I small mean, percentage given the, yeah, but given the statistics, there's not a lot that are going out there. All right. There's like one Chris McCandless. That's all we have. But number one, people think to be afraid of. Because, I mean... I mean, you should respect and you should keep your distance, but odds are in your favor. Bears. Bears. Da bears. So according to a study about Yellowstone National Park, they found that overall only one in 2.7 million park visitors were likely to be injured by a bear. That's it. And just injured, not even like murdered. One out of 2.7 million. Your odds are pretty good. That's not a lot. No, it's not at all. However, the number does go up um, if you're in the backcountry, which is the name of the movie that we're going to talk about. Because uh-huh. Yellowstone, odds are bears are kind of understanding that humans exist. Backcountry, probably not so much. That's their wilderness. Get yeah. out of it. Why are you there? The odds are then one, to, one in 232,000 <laughs> per day. Maybe we should go outside. I mean, maybe that's wrong. Yeah, it's bears. Yeah, I mean, there are things that you can take precautions for. Um, Like I said, you put your food up so that it won't eat your food. You should probably have bear spray, which the woman does have in it. Um, You should, unlike the characters in the story, when you're spraying a bear, hopefully you're spraying the bear in the wilderness outside so that you're not affecting yourself. Because if you sprayed inside your tent, then you would also, it's like pepper spray. Yeah, it's not good for your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the rules I did not see to double check this, but what I heard was if you see a bear, you're supposed to act dead. Huh. Because they're not like, they don't eat dead things or like yeah, they're not, already um, dead things. What's it called? Like not vultures. foragers, but vultures are so smart. Yeah, so um, they're not that. <laughs> so I heard that. I would I would love for someone to tell me if that's true or not. Because I don't know. And I probably would play dead and then it would eat me. And then I'd be like, damn, the internet, why did you lie to me? As I'm being devoured. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Woo! The, I would say the scariest scene I've ever seen with a bear eating someone was in Annihilation. Yeah. That was the scariest I've ever seen. One, that bear, terrifying. Terrifying. That was the scariest part. It's not in the book, but it's super scary in the movie. Yeah. So go watch it. Natalie Portman. Okay. You've seen it. I know. I was there. <laughs> um, yeah. So bears, they're fine. They're big. We big bear guys. bears. Don't hug them. Uh, even though they look <laughs> huggable and they can walk on their feet and they, they look a little. <laughs> yeah. They, they look like, uh, you know, humanoid. They are not. They'll eat you. <laughs> um, if, you, if you try to hug them. The other animal that is most likely uh, to be named as something to be afraid of is wolves. Yeah, wolves. I, ever since we saw that, I mean, I was already scared of wolves, but when we saw that uh, winter frozen, movie. Yep. Frozen. Yeah. 
Or if you watch The Grey, the whole thing is about wolves. Because it's like a plane that crashes and Liam Neeson and all his friends are like, not his friends, but his fellow crashers are trying to survive. And they just so happen to be walking closer to like the home base of these wolves. So they're getting more aggressive because they think these other Humans animals are, are like, trying to. Yeah. So they get, get like worse stuff. And a thing about wolves is they'll like pick you off. Like bears is just like brute force. They'll just rip your throat out with their jaws. But wolves are, are smarter than that and will, like, have a pack that surrounds you and picks you off one by one. So, yeah. just so you know. But they're not as dangerous as people think. A 2002 report prepared um, for the Alaska Department of Fish and Game found no human deaths in North America attributed to wild, healthy wolves since at least 1900. The year 1900. So, take that, the gray. Aha. <laughs> It's it's just very rare that they kill people. They don't really care, um, is what people found. And, like, all different kinds of, like, every now and again, yes. Um, there were, like, tales of, like, one person being killed in Alaska and one person being killed in Canada. But most of the time, it's because they're somewhere they shouldn't be. So don't be where wolves are and just leave them be. Another one. That is still pretty scary. Um, And what I mentioned earlier as being a a scary thing is boars. Yeah. Are boars. (laughs) So, Pumbaa. But But he's mean. Yeah, but he's mean. They're pretty dangerous because they got those tusks. Uh Um, Fun fact, I used to have a pet boar. Nice. His name is Pigadoo. (laughs) 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 And he had, we had four little baby chickens that used to sleep on him. That's cute. Yeah, but they're dangerous. Was Pumbaa, like he was probably. <laughs> he was cute, but there are dangerous <laughs> boars out there. Um, yeah. There is a fifteen percent fatality rate um, when like you are attacked by a boar, so it kind of goes up. Whereas like with the bear, it was like, yeah, you might be attacked, but you're probably gonna be okay because you'll get away. Uh, yeah. And wolves again, yeah, you're gonna be fine. But there is a fifteen percent fatality rate because they have those horns and it can get in there. Yeah. Like hurt your intestines. Yep. Um Yeah. This cool. what this number gets twice as high for victims who are traveling alone. But what I found was really interesting from my research was that the percentage of fatalities more than double when it comes to hunters versus non-hunters. So yeah. if you're out there in the wilderness hunting, it goes up to 28%. If you're not a hunter, it's just 12%. So there's less than one in a million chance um, under both sets of uh, circumstances, hunting and non-hunting, that the attack would be, um, that the attack would occur, is what I'm trying to say. The report that I read concludes, this is by definition a rare event. This is from Grandview Outdoors. Pulled from a few places like the Dodo and National Geographic, just so in case people are like, what? What are you getting this stuff from? You're telling me this isn't scary. It's scary. <laughs> I did find that besides the bull shark, which we have heard has is is the most one of the most dangerous animals out there, shark attacks are very rare as well. Yeah. They're just very unlikely. Yeah. Bull You're... sharks, great whites, and there was one other that was like a little more aggressive. But that's because yeah. they hang out in shallow water, so it's just more likely that like you're that going to encounter you, them. Yeah. yeah. Like you're more likely to just drown or die from dry drowning than you are from a shark attack. 
Yeah. So, like, don't breathe water. Dumb, dumb. Anyway, <laughs> here's more fun is wildlife that actually could hurt you and probably would kill you given the chance. Tell me about it. Surprise. The biggest threat to you in the wilderness is not a big scary bear or the big bad wolf. It is actually the insects and bugs in the forest. That makes so super mosquitoes, much sense. bees, spiders, oh my, those. Number one on my list is the bullet ant. Get out of here. It's just a tiny little ant, but it's called the bullet ant because of its sting. Um, it is most known in the Amazon forest. Um, yeah, so these are capable of bites that can trigger excruciating pain. It is given a four plus pain rating on a scale. Um, some victims have claimed that the pain is equal to that of being shot by a bullet. Hence <laughs> the name. That's too much. That's <laughs> Once too bitten, much pain. the victim develops an all-consuming pain that can torment victims for as long as 24 hours. 24 hours. Because okay. an ant bit you. And imagine if you, like, just accidentally stepped on, like, their little home and they're all biting you. And your whole leg feels like it got shot a million times. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> in short. Yeah, that sounds real bad. In summation. Uh, another one. Mosquitoes. I don't like those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mosquitoes act as uh, vectors of pathogens that cause malaria and yellow fever. Tourists to the Amazon are advised to take all necessary precautions to avoid mosquito bites, which include yellow fever vaccinations and mosquito repellent creams and other related preventative measures. They're like rats of insect world spreading yeah. their diseases. And that's why you got to be really careful when you're in the Amazon or South America areas. I'm not going there. You've been there. You've been to Colombia. Oh. <laughs> You've been in the wilderness already. All right. Oops. Another. So another small animal that you wouldn't imagine could kill you, but definitely 100% could, is the poison dart frog. Okay. These are the mo one of the most... Don't kiss it. No. <laughs> no. There's, there's, there's no prince. No, there is Just no death. prince. You know what? You might think one that there's a prince. One kiss is all it takes. And that's honestly all the... You're just seeing a prince because you're delirious and you die. So maybe yeah, it's just go one ahead. kiss is all it takes. It's all it takes from one of these guys. They it's one of the most colorful animals out there, which is one a uh, big sign. If it is a colorful animal, odds are it is very very poisonous. Yep. Like because they're like that on purpose. So people are like to warn Ooh. you. Yeah, it's Let supposed to be a big warning. It. It's a loud siren that's like. Do not touch me. Don't lick that frog. Don't, Don't lick kiss it. that frog. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't push your face near the frog. Here's the thing about those frogs. Yeah, tell me about it. It's are not, they irresistible? You just like see them. You're like, oh my god, I need to kiss that frog. They're not. They definitely make you want to not touch them because okay. they secrete a powerful poison through their skin, which, if absorbed in large amounts, can cause heart failure within minutes. Fun. Yeah, and if you find the golden poison dart frog, <laughs> it is particularly deadly, possessing enough poison to kill up to 20 humans or 100 mice. So you want to find that one because that one's the prize, and then you trade that one into the people who have frogs, and then you want a million dollars because it's gold. <laughs> no, it's not it's gold. It's the golden one. You can't touch it. It is the prize you frog. 19 others are dead. That one is the prince. No, it's not the prince. I'm telling people to go get this. It's dangerous. So I'm kidding. I know. I know. There's also a 
centipede. I can't remember his name. Is this big oh, red one? No, 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 Super no, scary. No, no, it, no. What, I I think of when I think of so that. Why do you have so many legs? You don't need that many legs. <laughs> Just walk with less legs. But I only have two. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> things to be yeah. afraid of that you probably aren't seeing is obviously snakes. Just pretty much. Like, don't take a chance. There is that whole, like, red on yellow, kill a fellow. Red on black, good for Jack. Besides that, so I... ridiculous rhymes. <laughs> that's a rhyme. So if you see a snake and there's a red and yellow stripe touching, then that will kill you. But if it's a red and a black stripe touching, they're fine. They're not poisonous or venomous. One bite is all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> don't mess with snakes. Yeah. Poisonous. Poisonality. I don't know what that word is, but... Cool. Yeah. Don't get bit Besides that one rhyme I learned in, like, elementary school, I cannot differentiate between bad snake and good snake. Good boy snake, bad boy snake. I can't tell the difference between them. So just don't... And the problem is, like, you step, and then they're like, acha, they bite you, and then you're like... I understand that because... Okay, I have a story. And then you have to, like, suck the venom out of your... Real quick. Self. So I lived in New Jersey for a minute, and I don't think any of these snakes were poisonous, but they were everywhere. They sure were everywhere. So it's just like this regular trail along like the water. Yeah. It's the one of the rivers. Um, and you're walking, and you're just like, all right, this is super nice. It's scenic. It's beautiful. It's like la da da. And then every three feet is a snake. And he's just like, ah, you're in my house. And he runs away. But let me tell you, it was a terrifying. Yeah. I, like, was like, we need to go back. I don't want to walk through here. They're everywhere. What if... I know they're not poisonous, but, like, what if they were? I don't want to be friends with snakes. I didn't even know I was scared of snakes. But now I am. Now I know. Yeah. Well, they're... Yeah. The, just, like, don't mess up. The rattlesnake is super venomous. And the one thing I would say to remember is if you do, unfortunately, get bit by a snake for any reason make sure that you see that snake you look at it you know what it looks like so that you can describe that to the person in the ear so they can give you the right antidote yeah. or what is it anti-venom anti-venom <laughs> the, 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 the right you will not anti-venom. turn into a superhero you won't do that you will, it will not, not you will turn into a woman. super dead is what you become yeah so just make sure you remember what it looks like because it can give you the wrong anti-venom or yeah. you're just more dead than you were before. You're in more pain. Excellent. That sucks. But, yeah, just be respectful. Like, stay away from them. If you're out there, just don't mess with wildlife. And have a map. Let me, let me tell you about some stuff, guys. The, the spooky times about the outside world. So the following things can hurt you when you're outside. Hypothermia. You know, because when you're out there for a while, you get your clothes wet. Um, have the real, real quick, quick. Cold rock. Cold rock makes quick, quick bad. (laughs) Cold rock makes cold more. Yep, excellent. Dehydration. Fun thing I read in an article was, you know, if you survive all the bugs and the wilderness sea things and you don't have water for a few days, you're probably going to die. Doesn't even matter that you befriended a bear. Nope, don't hug it. But either way, you need water. And if you don't got water, you're dead. Even if you hug it, you're dead. He can't give you water through his fur. That's not how it works. That's gross. If it was. Lick it. No, don't lick any bears. <laughs> or frogs. PSA, don't lick bears or frogs or any <laughs> wildlife. Don't lick animals. What are you doing? You're the animal. So the outside, the opposite, not outside, <laughs> the opposite yes. of hypothermia is hyperthermia, oh. 
which is a you know heat stress or heat stroke where you're too much hot. Ah, I've and then had your that. body's mad now. I've had that. I'm from Florida. Your organs can go. Nope. Yeah. Done now. Hypers are, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Falls leading to mechanical injury or head trauma. Yep. So, like your sister, she did a fall. She got her knee all twisted up near the middle of the woods. Yeah. This article says you you should have died. (laughs) (laughs) Waterborne illness. So, like, because you're super dehydrated, you find a lake or a pond or whatever, and you're just like, slurp, 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 slurp. Oh, my God. And now you have dysentery. You Um, have to drink your own pee. Or, like, bacteria now. Is that what it is? Is that? I don't know. I think that's what Bear Gorillas said. All right. Infections of open wounds. So you're walking, uh, a bullet ant bites you, and that wound is open, and now you're infected. Or it's like you're just walking and you scratch yourself on a branch yeah, or a tree. or you fell. Or you fell on a rock. Mm-hmm. Not a cool rock, a sharp rock. Uh, sharp scratches. rock makes sharp more. Yeah. <laughs> Cut <laughs> your skin real open. And then um, infection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, poisonous things that you're trying to eat because you don't have food. Yeah, Chris McCandless looking at you eating berries you shouldn't be eating. Dumb, yeah, dumb. so poisoning from toxic plants, I'm mushrooms, berries, etc. It's actually pretty sad. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I feel you. But we'll talk about it. You, yeah, you definitely should have one of those books, right, that like tells you the difference between like berries and plants like how many yeah. also like kids be like oh i'm gonna do shrooms that i found outside it's like nasty you're dead now like don't no there's like those. shroom walks where you can go with like a professional that knows which shrooms you can eat and which ones you can't yeah poisoning from chemically tainted water so you know you have people who like dump stuff into the water and now you're super thirsty doing that sip sip on the water and it's bad <laughs> <laughs> sip sip cold water make cold more as, as you know, here at the Cool Six Store, I am excellent at saying Lord. words and uh, you know, explaining things in a super smart way. Don't sip sip on the what what, or you die die. Excellent. Flooded streams no longer passable, trapping you in an area. Again, or sweep Chris you into rock slash falls. See, listen, they're just taking... That's what happened in Into the Wild. He sold all his possessions. He went to Alaska like a dum-dum, didn't have a map. Then he ate the wrong berry. He became incapacitated. And he waited too long to go get help. So then there was, like, a a washout. So he was, like, literally, like, 10 feet from, like, a patrol station for the park rangers. And he couldn't get to it because there was a flash flood where the water sealed him off. And he just died on his bus alone. That's sad. Told you. Um, yeah, so then there's also animal danger, which we discussed. So, like, bugs and bears and snakes and bees and la da da um, Fires, such as a campfire, getting out of hand. Only, forgot those Only forest you. fires. Smokes. Yeah. He says. Yeah, he says that. Don't but, uh, do that. If you accidentally burn everything down. Um, lightning, if you're in the ridge and on a ridge and a storm comes in quickly... They give you that tornado warning at 3.59 p.m. Oh you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I'm struck by lightning. I'm dead. And then you get struck by twice. Yep. What are the odds? Shock, shock. Shock, shock, make Dead trees falling in high wind. So, again, tornadoes. 
Not really. Or you know, just it's like just wind in general. Time. So yeah. if like you're in a location, you're just like, it's just things like you're not expecting to happen. Kind of uh, naturally taking their yeah. vengeance upon you. <laughs> I would say the one thing I had always said, if like if you're like being pursued by something in the woods, whether it be human or bear, I'm always like, climb a tree. But then we watch a video about like dangerous animals and there's like mountain lions like take their prey into the tree. Yep. And eat them. So I'm out of ideas. That's what I was trying to say. It's okay. We don't go there because we'll die. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this is like a real fear of mine that it's quicksand. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Things that like you're not expecting. And then you're like, oh, don't struggle. Yeah. You'll sleep more. That's crazy. So I have some tips and tricks for if you get lost in the wilderness there. Stop. Don't. <laughs> what are you doing? As you realize. Step one. You what? may be lost. Stop. Stay calm. Stay put. That's what I said. Panic is your greatest enemy. That's just life. Think. Go over in your mind. <laughs> How you got Stand where you Stand motionless. <laughs> Say hello to the sun. Use your brain. Um, and, like, try to remember, like, what you were doing. Don't panic. Like, try to be like, all right, I was here. I recognize that little slick splotch on that tree all right i need to turn around because clearly i've gone this way i'm gonna go the other way and it's like cool yeah it's you know, it like, tells you to stop tells you not to go anywhere but like you need to get your bearings essentially yeah. and like calm down and think of like a plan yeah because that's like the girl in the movie we we're gonna talk about how she was just like when's the last time you were sure where we were and like yeah. kind of backtrack from there yeah so then you have observe. So if you have a compass, like hopefully if you're going in these situations, you should have, you have a compass. Your supplies, you should have a map, you should have a compass, you should the have a The person you're with shouldn't steal all of those things and hide them away because he's better than the wilderness. Real talk. If you're on a trail, you should stay on that trail. Yeah. Don't leave the trail. Why are we doing this? People think that they got this secret way to get places. <sighs> you don't. Stay on the trail. Stop being dumb. Same thing with the caves. Same thing with the water. Like, stop going places you don't need to be going. Who are you? You're Next thing you should do. Clark. You want to find water. You do not want to sip sip on it. You want to just walk along that water. You want, you want to see which way it's going. Which way it's flowing. You want to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to show a wrap to you. <laughs> follow through. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to follow that water. You're gonna <laughs> see which way it's flowing. You're gonna walk all along with it, and you're gonna go. Don't sip, sip on the water. <laughs> it poison you. Right, right. We're gonna make an educational uh, song, an educational rap, if you will, um, about <laughs> education rap. We're gonna tell you about how to be safe, safe in the wilderness. In the wild, wild. <laughs> <laughs> don't go outside, and don't sip, sip on the water. That's all we got to say. It's bad all around. <laughs> you might be thinking to yourself, did they have shrooms before this episode? Maybe. Or mayhaps yeah. they partook <laughs> on the, delic the delicacy that is the poison dart frog. I licked him. Give him a real big kiss. You found the golden one. I thought I won. Gave him a big smooch. Did not get a prince. He's not my husband. Are continuing to make this podcast out of delirium. Yes. We don't know how to stop.
Now we're gonna do something. What are we gonna what are we gonna do, Gabe? We're gonna talk about that stuff. Excellent. Yep. Classic. Classic goals talking about films and media. We watched a movie. We did. There's so there's like a lot of scary movies in revolving around the woods. Yeah. And we're not <laughs> we're not going into all of those. But we're gonna talk about one. Yeah. Cause like there's like there's literally like there's the just not forest enough time in the day. With like the girl from Game of Thrones that was about like the Japanese forest where people kill themselves. It's really sad and depressing. Yeah. There's like the literal documentary, The Grizzly Man, where he's like befriends the bears in the woods and then on the last day the bear ate him and his wife. Yeah. That's sad. And then there's Deliverance. Which I watch, fun fact, with <laughs> my uncle who lives in Florida, the notorious one for torturing me. Uh-huh. He lived in the middle of the woods. Like, I lived in the woods, but he lived, like, in the woods. Like, on a, a wrong turn, like, dead-end road yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And for his, like, housewarming or whatever... Like, us kids stayed over. And he made us watch Deliverance in Wrong Turn and then had that same cousin that made the bird sounds outside sneak outside and cut the power off. So we thought that there was, like, crazy people outside trying to kill us. Excellent. So That's what you want. Yeah. We were crawling on the floor. family bonding. It was... I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're stronger. I am fine. Uh, But we did... What we did watch was Backcountry. Yep. So, like I said before, the odds of getting attacked by a bear is more in backcountry. Goes up. Yep. So, backcountry is from 2014. It is about an urban couple who go camping in the woods and find themselves lost in the territory of a predatory black bear. And it's directed by Adam McDonald. And this is, like, his first, like, debut as a filmmaker. Huh. Is this film. It's done really well. It is... Um, Based on the true story of Jacqueline Perry and Mark Jordan, who in 2005 were attacked by a bear at a campsite um, in the provincial park about 80 kilometers north of Chapleau, Ontario, in Canada. I believe in the real story, the guy survived. Huh. In this one, the lady survived. Feminism. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this story, we have a couple that clearly... Like, I feel like they're doing this to rekindle their relationship. Yeah. Because even in the beginning, like, they're kind of laughing about it, but there's also this weird tension happening. Like, Yeah, where she's like, I hate everything you do, but we're in love, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, he plays a song to be, like, quirky, and she's like, I wish you would die. Like, (laughs) like, that's what her eyes say. Yeah. I wish you drove this car off of a cliff and we can both be rid of this situation yep so yep uh well let me tell you your wishes come yeah it comes true well so it's kind of like the blair witch project where we had in the blair witch project there was a woman who had the map she had the whole situation and then one of the guys took the map and got rid of the map and then they're lost yep in this case She's like, let's take precautions because we're going into the wilderness. Oh, so silly. We don't need those. You foolish woman. You don't need a compass. You don't need bear spray. You don't need a map. I you have need all of those things. I have toxic masculinity. <laughs> it could get me through anything. 
I have the need to impress you and to make you love me by way of putting us in imminent danger that could have been avoided. Easily, almost. I scare away the one human we interact with because I am so threatened by the fact that you talked to another male that I threw a fit. Yep. <laughs> like, that's this whole story. Is there in there? And she's like, okay, I understand you want to bring me to this place. It's like from your memory or whatever. And it's not. It wasn't. He'd never even been there. Oh, my God. I can't. It's so much. There's so much. I was so angry. Like, she finally, like, throws a fit because they go where the... Because they're supposed to be going to this lake. It's supposed to be beautiful. It's supposed to be memorable. He's going to propose to her. It's this big, amazing situation. And then they, like, get through the trees. And guess what they find? More trees. Because he's hella lost. Because he didn't have a map. And he's never been there before. And he thinks somehow his, like penis will lead the way like what are you doing tell me penis <laughs> which way where do we which go? way is north i'll just point it <laughs> and i'll just feel for it and then they get there and she flips out and she's like are you kidding me you are so messed up why are you tr- like why were you making this like such a big deal like you're trying to impress me you know what would be impressive if you use a map like a person and we got to the place and then i could see it and i was like oh wow this is beautiful and the whole time i wasn't arguing with you because you're so insecure yeah or maybe if we talked to each other before this whole event and thought, maybe we don't want to be with each other. Instead, we're lost. You threw out my compass and the map and <laughs> laughed at me for having bear spray. Like, he laughed at her. Yeah. And... We're not going to need that. Yeah. Uh, Which is what you would say because you don't think bears are going to attack you. They're not, I would... I told you to bring it. <laughs> I didn't say they're not going to attack you, but you prepare yourself and that's likelihood is, is not. Yeah. But then he has the audacity to tell her that he kind of has an idea of where they are. He has he a pretty kinda, good idea. He's got a pretty good idea based on the three days that they've been wandering aimlessly she didn't know. She wasn't keeping track because this whole time she was trusting this dumb guy who was trying to do all this. And then he, and then he guilt trips her by being like, I was going to propose to you out here. Guess what? She would have said no. <laughs> the only reason that she is like, <laughs> the only reason she wears that ring is because he dies. Spoiler alert. He gets mauled by a bear and he deserved it. Okay. That's how I feel. Gabe, let's have a moment. <laughs> okay. Recently, we've been watching The Act. I don't know if you've heard of this movie uh, or this show, whatever. Yeah. The entire time, you're like, okay. this woman doesn't deserve to die. She doesn't deserve to be murdered. This Murder guy is, is just one kind. Thing. Like, he's annoying and he's toxic masculinity incarnate. He deserves to get brutally eaten by a bear. It's called karma. So, yeah, the, the girl had a right to kill her mom that poisoned her and that like made her murder. think she was sick. This is the bear protecting it's still itself. murder. Don't come all up in its space. What I'm saying is, though, don't hate on the other movie saying, or show saying, that, like, that shouldn't happen when you're like, bear, kill this dude. <laughs> That's the point, man. Okay, I get you. But it's kind of like he had to come. I don't think anyone's, like, trying to get you by I'm bears. not saying he's trying to get you by bear, but, like, what else did he think was going to happen? He's just going to stumble upon it, like El Dorado? Here's my gold. I think he was just kind Where's of hoping like bears would Where's be my there? golden frog? Here, hun, kiss this. I think he was, <laughs> I think he was just thinking like, hey, bears don't really attack you. It's pretty rare. 
he was not thinking that. You know what, Gabe? Remember when he said the bear attacks are rare? They are, but they Maybe do go he was up thinking that, in like, back country. Bear attacks were rare. Maybe that's what he was thinking, Gabe. If the Gabe, person... Hey, maybe he read that article that you read about how bears were rare and attacking you. And he was more worried about, like, bugs. They still had that danger. They were trapped. They had the danger of dehydrating. She drank the wet wet. <laughs> <laughs> she, that's, she should have died from that, honestly. At one point, she does drink water that she just finds in a stream. And I was like, no! You're not supposed to do that. I was scared for her. Yeah. It was a it was a decent movie. Yeah, I agree. It just kind of like took a long time and wasn't very engaging until the end. Everyone was getting all murdered. Yeah, and I just really hated him. It just like made me so mad. And when she finally called him out on that, and he was just like, "But I was gonna marry you." It's like cause she doesn't want to. Ma- the only reason she wearing that ring is because you died. If you both survived that and you got out at the other side, she would have been like, "Sorry, but." <laughs> Like, we're, I'm extra leaving you. Um, <laughs> You're very bad at this. Enjoy having a messed up leg. Like, bye. Yeah, it's not my job. You did this. At the very <laughs> least, yeah, maybe he should have just survived with a bad leg. And then it would have been like, well, she could hold that over him forever. But now he's dead. And we don't even get to punish him. What else did we do? We played The Long Dark, which I've played 75 hours of because I have a video game addiction. Except not really. It's just like I like video games and I like to play them in my spare time. What is The Long Dark about? The Long Dark is a thoughtful exploration survival experience that challenges solo players to think for themselves as they explore an expansive frozen wilderness in the aftermath of a geomagnetic disaster. There are no zombies. It's a disaster. <laughs> disaster. <laughs> uh, there are no zombies. Only you, the cold, and the threat of Mother Nature can muster. Developed and published by Hinderlin studios um so i got this game when it was an early access oh okay you're so cool yeah i know um <laughs> uh, so that came out around 2014 so it's been out for a little while but the most uh like the full release of it being like finished came out uh i believe late last year early this year it was last year it was last year and it happens like september so I was really excited about it. Um, and they even changed it post that, like, because we replayed it a little bit and it was different. Yeah. Like, it was, one, a little less hard because, like, the first time I played it, you had to walk a lot more across, like, bridges and stuff like that. It took you a real long time to get to uh, that old lady's house where the food was. Yeah. And there were a lot more wolves. So many more wolves. <laughs> all the wolves, you don't want to see those. They're all there. Yeah, and the uh, beginning of the early access was back in 2014. So they've had a long time to create this. Yeah, um, and to give you a little, like, peek into what early access was, it was literally, there wasn't a plot. Mm-hmm. There was no story. It was you choosing, like, a level of difficulty and... Surviving. Surviving for as long as you can in this, like, frozen, abandoned town then you're like, why are all there? Why is there no people? Like, mm-hmm. there's no human interaction. You're completely by yourself, and like, you have to deal with like figuring out where you are. You have to make yourself a map. You have to scavenge and like break into houses and like take the food that's left there, all mm-hmm. while like trying really hard not to freeze to death, trying to like heal your ailments as they happen, or like if you happen to stumble upon wolves, they're probably gonna try to eat you. Yeah um and you can just also just die from like i really like about it is that it doesn't give you little cheats yeah. so if you make a fire 
and you step in that fire, you light on fire. <sighs> it doesn't stop you from doing that. If you're like on the edge of a cliff or something, it doesn't stop you from falling off. You fall mm-hmm. and you either die or suffer like really severe inj- injuries. If you're on frozen ice and you go too far to where the ice is no longer super frozen, you fall into the ice. Mm-mm. So it's definitely very stressful, but very fun. And especially the new one where there's actually like a plot and you're trying to find your friend who got lost there. And you're like hearing this story about like what happened in the town and like what made everyone leave. And kind of how like there's just this big storm and it won't go away. And you have to just survive. Basically this new isolated version of reality where you're kind of like by yourself. It's like a zombie apocalypse without the zombies. Yeah, it's just, like, pure survival horror. In the same way, like, if you have the forest where you play, like, you can play the relaxed version of the forest where you're just surviving the wilderness and you're, like, building stuff. Yeah. Like, that is, like, minus all the cannibals. Like, you can just play it as a survival game, which is really cool. And with this, The Long Dark, is that you're in cold. So you're, like, the real terror is, like, you're fighting actively to avoid freezing to death. You need to eat. You, like, might hurt yourself. So you have to, like, prepare for that. And you have to fight off the wilderness and, like, the wildlife that's there. Yeah, I mean, I just really like how real, like, I don't don't know what it actually is to, like, be trapped in that kind of situation but it just feels really realistic in that like everything kind of has a consequence Mm -hmm. if you have to be careful what time of day you go outside it gets a little like boring because you're just literally raiding houses Mm -hmm. but like if you were in that situation that's what your life would be it wouldn't be more exciting than that you would literally just be like by yourself all quiet wandering around the freezing wilderness trying to find any scraps of like survival yeah food and like if your clothes got messed up like you would have to repair, to repair those it, yourself. Yeah. If you got injured, you would have to use medicines or, like, splints or bandages to, like, heal yourself and recover from that. Yeah. So it's like you have to sleep. You only have a certain amount of energy. If you run too much, your energy bar gets too low. If you get cold, like, you yeah. can't run because you're frozen. Like, you're too cold. Like, your limbs are too cold for you to, like, successfully run. Yeah. And it's just, like, I really enjoy how realistic it is. I think that's, like. The biggest spooky slash fun thing about it. It's also really pretty to look at. Oh, yeah. The art is beautiful. Yeah. Definitely take out at least take a look at the trailer. If survival games are not your thing, which is totally understandable. I'm very bad at them. I'm not very good at doing those things. Yeah. And I'm a baby about video games. So I don't <laughs> like challenges. <laughs> I'm just like playing. But if you're someone who digs it then we strongly recommend. I even just recommend watching someone play because it's kind of cool. But it is very pretty and, like, interesting when you're put into that situation to have to think your way through basic survival things. Yeah, it's, like, not not anything crazy or fancy. It's, like, literally you have to figure out how to, like, bare minimum survive. And it's hard. Feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, I said feelings. Let's talk about feelings. Okay. And all that spooky stuff. I love spooky stuff. So, if you like it, it's Don't Sip Sip on the Wet Wet. Excellent. And if you <laughs> if you don't like it, it's, I have a pretty good idea. We're like, yeah, I think he has a pretty good idea, Gib. I think he has a pretty good idea. Yeah, 
pretty good idea that they were lost, and that he did it. I think he had a pretty good idea. It's all his fault. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that was his idea. I think he he had a pretty good idea that he thought he knew everything. Yeah, he, he did have a pretty he good idea. He stood about and that. said hello to the sun and let his penis lead the way. And look what happened, bear. Bear death. He was pursued by bear. So. Yeah. We so for the, bear bears. <laughs> for the the topic of being alone in the wilderness, cat. Uh, I think I, I think I like have a pretty good idea. <laughs> uh like how I feel about this. Have you been isolated in the wilderness? Is this I you know, I have a pretty good idea that um I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't wanna be doing that. It's pretty solid. It is definitely like interesting, but like uh, I think I'm cool. Don't go in the woods. Don't, Don't go, go in, in the woods. woods. Don't sip, sip <laughs> on the wet, wet. <laughs> sip, sip on the wet, wet. Don't go kissing any frogs. Because they are not your prince. Yeah. Snakes will bite you. It <laughs> only takes one kiss. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, guys. One kiss is all it takes. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm cool. Getting bit by snakes. Possibilities, venom is what you need. You don't. You need the anti-venom. Yep. Um, for me, I'm going to say it's don't sip sip on the wet wet. Because nice. I would say this. Out of all the scenarios in which you're isolated, we still got one more left. Of all the isolated situations, I feel like this one I could do Okay. better. Like, I guess isolated inside, sure. But yeah, like, I feel like if you, if you just have an understanding of the wilderness and a respect and you just don't do stupid things, you might survive. It is very scary, but it's like, I feel like you have a greater chance of surviving if you're in the woods than if you were out at sea or if you were underground where you can lose oxygen or hit one of those gaseous things, right? Um... More people, like, oftentimes do get lost in the woods, and they get found. There was, like, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just stay put. <laughs> like, step one, stay put. Step two, respect nature. Yeah. Don't touch or eat things that you shouldn't. I can definitely understand Don't getting desperate. On, on the, the wet, wet. wet. Uh, yeah, but Someone's going to hear that and, like, hate it with yeah. every ounce of themselves. You're welcome. We, like, kind of have an idea. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I think out of all of them, even, like, when you're thinking about being trapped inside, isolated with, like, one other person, right? Like, that's dangerous in and of itself because people are dangerous. Yes. So that part I can see. Also, you can also run out of resources. If you're stuck inside, it's also, like, what point do you have? To live. <laughs> like, because if you're, pro- like, if you're underground with, like, if you're inside with this idea that the outside is gone or broken or uninhabitable. Yeah. You're just stuck in here? I mean, you have an irrational need to, like, try to survive. I know. But I'm saying, like, out of all the possibilities, at least I know, like, the wilderness, like, I get back and odds are there's not a zombie apocalypse. And I just I get mean, back and people are th- there. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I befriend a bear and a, and a jaguar, a panther, whatever it was. He's your new best friend. You we form dance. a family and you dance together and hug. We talk about the bear necessities. The simple bear necessities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. What about um, backcountry? 
The sip sits, sip sips on the wit wits. <laughs> Go where it's flowing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm great at words. I just love, I love saying you the name. You go where it flows. Um, you go cold rock where it's cold more. Yep. Excellent. Wet make wet more. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I agree that it was all right. I, I thought it was okay. That was fun. Yeah, I've seen, I think I've I seen enjoyed better the, horror in the yeah. woods. I enjoyed the commentary that came after where we literally, for like two whole days, would just like start sentences with like, I, I think I feel like a pretty good idea, <laughs> yeah. Gabe. I think he was like a, a pretty, pretty good, good idea. idea. Yeah. Did you, did you know? Did you hear his idea? I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah. It was really fun. Just any time that you're going to do something where you really do not have any ideas. I just for yeah. last cause. You just, just like, love watching movies with you because we have the best commentary in the world. We're the best. You guys should watch it with us. Um, how about the long dark? The yeah, long, yeah. long dark, dark. Ah, uh, well, guess what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? We don't want to sip, sip on the wet wits, but oh, no. oh, let me tell you, <laughs> I, I love that game. Sip, sip on the wet wits. <laughs> but when I do, <laughs> when I do, it's the long, long dark, dark. Excellent. <laughs> it's great. The Lungy Long Dark Dark. Nice. Yeah, no, I really love that game. I played 75 hours of it, so clearly I care about it enough to play that much. So. Yeah. It's fun. I apologize for how obnoxious we are right now, but I don't know. I'm feeling goofy. Yeah. Wilderness. So, <laughs> don't be isolated yeah. in these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This wilderness thing. So, in summation, some animals will kill you, some of them won't. They might, if you're real dumb. Uh, don't lead with your penis. Lead with a compass. Excellent. If, uh, yeah, if you're going to take away anything from this conversation, like you it's just that. said some real facts. Real. Do not lead with your dick. Please lead with an uh, actual tool that's designed for leading. Some would argue. <laughs> no, no one would argue. <laughs> I would punch punch them in the mouth sure? mouth. I love that this is how we talk now. <laughs> okay. It just makes me real happy. Yeah. Um, so we have one week left for being isolated. One week. And, you know, <laughs> and I am just <laughs> sick and tired of this planet. Yeah, I think we need to like go somewhere else. I think that's what we'll do. I like a pretty good idea yeah. that we should uh, maybe go to space. Also, happy Earth Day, guys. Yeah. Happy Earth Day. Be so afraid of it. the planet. Be scared. Be, guys, like, have a mutual respect out of that fear. Yeah. Respect the the entire planet can kill you in some way or another, whether you're yeah. under it, you're in the water, you're in a house, you're in the trees. It's all It's all bad. In some way or another, but respect it so it doesn't eat you. Makes sense to me. All right. Well, don't get married. Let your kids or bears will. Okay. Bye. Bye.